You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Well, hello everybody and welcome to Frankie Boy Radio. I'm your host, Josh Urban. A couple of days ago, I used the great freakout as an excuse not to go to the gym. But then... I needed some physical exercise, so I made the mistake of working out with my brothers at their home gym, and they actually do work at their gym. So I have been sore ever since. And when I woke up this Sunday morning, it was no way to hold my head that didn't hurt, you know, in a, in a good workout way. Well, this song popped into my head. Well, I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head that didn't hurt. And the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad, so I had one more for dessert. And then I fumbled in my closet, threw my clothes, and found my cleanest dirty shirt. And then I washed my face and combed my hair, and stumbled down the stairs to meet the day. Minus the beer, that's a fairly accurate description of my morning routine. <laughs> Hope yours is a little better than that. Anyway, it is the Ides of March today. Beware the Ides of March. Uh, big shout out to Cecilia for uh, raising the topic and Martha for relaying the message and reminding me that it is this day in 44 BC that Julius Caesar was assassinated. Oh man, you know, there's... History disputes the accounts of what he actually said at his death. There's the famous Shakespearean line. There's people say he said nothing. Some people said, and you, child. That's not what I would have said. That's not what I would have said. But hey, again, then I'm not Julius Caesar anyway. So uh, <clears throat> anyways, anyways, it's a fascinating day to, to ponder. I think I usually think of it as a day, as a reminder of how you can be betrayed, right? But it's also an interesting day of how you can look at something in different ways. So apparently Brutus thought he was doing the world a favor. And I was cruising around the inter interwebs this morning, uh, researching the history a little bit, and I saw a picture of a coin that Brutus had issued, and it has two daggers and the cap of freedom. So he thought he was doing a, a good thing. So that's fascinating about how there's always more than one way to look at something. Anyways, good stuff to think about. I hope you guys had some some good pie yesterday, because yesterday was pie day. And hope you enjoyed Martha's piano playing. Martha wanted to let you know that my mom wanted to let you know that she just so enjoyed it. And she said, wow, Martha is awesome, and that is so cool. So we all really enjoyed that Brahms piece. Thank you for sharing. And, uh, well, I got a story to tell everybody today. It happened yesterday. I was doing a little home improvement. You see, I've had a little extra time on my hands, as I'm sure we all have, and I've been working on preparing my music studio as a way to do video talks. So I'm preparing to do a couple astronomy talks next week. And I thought, hey, wouldn't this be fun to make it look like a rocket ship or, or a space station so I could be phoning into Houston just like the astronauts do? You know, they've, they've, been, they've been doing virtual lectures for years even before I was in style, right? So I went into my studio and I start, start cleaning it up a little bit. And 
a couple of years ago, there was a couple of troublemaker kids in the neighborhood, and one of them busted one of my windows, and I, I'd fixed it kind of temporarily and never got around to fixing it. So I said, okay, well, let me, let me like really like like patch this up, right? So, you know, there's there's power tools everywhere, and sawdust is filling the air, and I'm working on things, and I'm painting things, and I'm making some progress, and things are going well, and all of a sudden, around the corner in the front yard, I hear this tremendous crash, like you better go check that out type of crash. Not like, hmm, I wonder, you know, did the rake fall over and hit a paint can? It was like, I thought the like neighbor's propane tank blew up or something. Uh, uh, actually, initially I was scared that the telescope broke. I'd move some of the telescopes out from the studio into the driveway. And those things are like my children, right? But I could see them and they were fine. Whew, thank goodness. So I, I zoom around the corner and I'm greeted with the most unusual sight. So. My house is in a fairly secluded location and there's a quiet country road that goes by the front yard that's very far away from my house and there's a split rail fence and then there's my front yard. Well, there's a, a mail truck in the front yard on the wrong side of the split rail fence or really where the split rail fence used to be at this point because it's thoroughly knocked it over. It somehow it's careened off the road, grazed the holly tree, taken out the birdhouse, knocked the fence over, and has skidded to the stop in my front yard. Now, there's a lot of bad things going on in the world. This was not one of them because the mailman was fine. And he emerges from his mail truck looking slightly dazed. And I said, dude, are you okay? And he said, he said yeah. I said, and then I said, what happened? Right? I was like, Why are you in my front yard? He goes, I, I, I don't know. There was like a stick or something. I, I have no idea. And he said, hey, you're Josh, right? I said, yeah. He goes, you grew up in Akakik, right? I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, I, I used to know you. And, and I'm thinking, okay, well, this is kind of weird because, well, postal workers seem to be really good at knowing who's who and where they live and keeping tabs on people. And I'll walk into the post office and the, I haven't seen the postmaster in years. And he says, how are your brothers? They're over on whatever street they're on. It's like, wow, this is bizarre, right? So... I had busted up my hand when I was working on, on fixing the window, so I, like, I didn't want to shake his hand because I was bloody, and, and I said, well, let me go, Here, here's the chair, you can sit down, because I know he must have been shaken up, I mean, he just took out my fence, right, he must have been shaken up, and, and, uh, and I went in to, to get him a glass of water and rinse up a little bit myself and um, make him a pot of tea, and, and I come out, and he's on the phone, he's talking with his boss, and he hands me the phone, and his boss says, oh, you're probably not doing so good, right, I said, well, it's... It's no big deal, man. I mean, like, everybody's fine, and, like, we can fix the fence, and he, I, this guy's an old friend, and the boss is like, okay, well, the postmaster will be out on Monday, and, you know, we'll, we'll check it out, and we'll fix it for you. I said, cool, okay. So hang up the phone and start talking with the mailman, and, and he, said, uh, he said, yeah, you know, I remember your brothers, and this guy is starting to look familiar, but I just can't place him yet. And I said, what is your name? And, well, let's just call him John, and he says, John. I said, John? What? I grew up with John. John was the kid up at the corner. And we would we would hang out together and, you know, do kid stuff and ride bikes and everything. And I haven't seen John. I haven't hung out with John since I was probably 10 or 11 years old. I saw him once when he was a teenager. But that, I, that was a long time ago, too. And here he is. This is long before either of us had a beard, right? And here he is in my front yard with his beard and his mail truck. 
I said, John, oh my goodness, it is so good to see you. We probably shouldn't get a selfie, right? And he goes, no, nah, probably not, right? <laughs> so, well, maybe some other time. So, so I said, do, do you want to sit down? And there's like, there's a chair in the middle of my lawn now because I put it there in his mail truck. And, and he goes, I said, oh, well, you probably have to finish your work, right? He goes, yeah, yeah, I got to deliver a couple more things. He says, well, friend me on Facebook, come back sometime. And, uh, and <clears throat> I said, you know, this is, I don't know if delight is the right word to use, but like, it is really good to see you. So he, uh, he set the birdhouse back on the porch. I said, yeah, there, there weren't any birds in there anyway. We, we pulled the, the holly out from his mirror and, and he uh, goes off on his way. And I was, it actually just totally made my day because look, the fence is, is fine. It'll get fixed or not, whatever. Um, he's fine. I'm fine. Nobody got hurt. I have a concrete pier that's not that close to to where he came through the fence but again my yard is farther away than the road is to the concrete pier is to his truck so uh the concrete pier is for one of my telescopes so he didn't hit that he didn't get hurt didn't mess anything up besides the fence but again easily easily fixable and um what a delightfully zany way to reunite with an old friend and i told him i said john you know the last time i saw you i think i was kind of a jerky 10 year old so now I guess we're even, you know? So if you have a story of how you've met up with an old friend, whether in an ordinary fashion or an extraordinary one, do let me know and we can feature it on the show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Frankie Boy Radio. And of course, let's do our breathing. I was talking to my buddy Les yesterday and he says he actually follows along with us. Les, thank you for doing that. So I meditated this morning. I've been following my own advice. Let's take three deep breaths, America. And what we're going to do is we're going to count into four at a comfortable rate. Don't, don't strain yourself. Hold it for a count of two and then exhale for a count of four. We're going to do that three times. Here we go. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Again, inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Last time, inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. If you like this, you can keep going. I learned this uh, from one of Deepak Chopra's meditation podcasts. And one of the things is meditation, people uh, kind of shy away from that word because it usually has a religious connotation of, of an Eastern bent. I just use it as a physiological thing to calm myself down and center myself a little bit. So totally, uh, totally just breathing here. What I like to do every day is I pick a number. I, I'm 34, so I pick 34 and I take 34 of those breaths. And then uh, I usually feel a little better. So pick a number that you like, give it a shot, and we'll see you tomorrow. Be well. <laughs>